Well, we're going to dive right into our series called Brave. Everybody say Brave. Brave. Go ahead and say it. Say, I'm brave. I'm brave. All right. Well, some of y'all that. Anyway, let's keep going here. <clears throat> I want to review real quick what we're doing with this, and then we're going to dive into something very, very important today. Um, and don't get tired of hearing this here. There are some key attitudes and actions prescribed for us in Scripture by God, things God wants us to do. We know these things. We believe these things. We agree with these things. We expect these things in other people. Here's the kicker. But we exempt ourselves. We say, you know, I, I believe that. And you should do that. You especially should do that. But I don't do that and because this happened in my life or this situation or whatever. And we try to justify ourselves. And I just want to tell you that not only is that lame, but that also blocks blessings in your life. And so what I feel I'm supposed to do in this series is to call you out on that, to challenge you on that. And what I've been doing, I've been daring you. And so let me go over our list of dares so far. Uh, I dare you to love. I dare you to stop judging others. I dare you to judge yourself. I dare you to receive forgiveness from God. I dare you to forgive. I dare you to forgive yourself. I dare you to believe. I dare you to be a man of God. I dare you to be a person of convictions. And last week we talked about I dare you to be a worshiper. And I dare you on all these things. These things are so vital. And and you can go back and get these online. We have them on podcast on our app for smartphones and tablets. Uh, There's CDs, uh, internet, website, all all the different ways. There's notes. There's all kinds of things. Because we're not just trying to come up with a little something to talk about here. This is not just a little... Uh, you know, public speaking with some positive thoughts. This, this should be life-changing for all of us. And I pray that you'll get these things because if you continue to exempt yourself and exclude yourself from what God has prescribed for your life, you're blocking blessings out of your life. You're also going to make yourself very vulnerable to some other things that the enemy would want. So I want to dare you. I want to challenge you. Step over the line on all these things that I just said. And I've got a couple more I want to share with you today in the next few weeks. Let's look in John chapter 16. And we'll look down at verse 33 in the Amplified Bible. And Jesus is speaking and he said this, I have told you these things so that in me, in Jesus, you, let's go ahead and insert ourselves there. Everybody say, that's me. You may have perfect peace and confidence. How many of you would like a large of the perfect peace and confidence? <laughs> Could I supersize that, please? A perfect peace and confidence for sure. I'll take the truckload, Okay. He goes on to say, in the world, you have tribulation. I want you to watch this carefully. You have, not might, not could, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. How many of you know I just told you the truth on that? It's not or, it's not one out of four or whatever. It's all these things. How many of you are a witness to that, that in the world you do have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration? I don't know where the rest of y'all live, but, <laughs> but we welcome you. Um, and perhaps right now your life, oh, oh let me keep reading here. Uh, trials and distress, distress and frustration, but everybody can say, but. But be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted. For I, Jesus, have overcome the world. I've deprived it of power to harm you. 
and have conquered it for you. I cannot tell you how much I love that passage. That is just powerful. That'd be worth looking at again and again. So that's all we're going to do this morning is just read this over and over during this. It wouldn't hurt us. Perhaps your life, perhaps this world that you're living in right now, perhaps your week last week or the week coming up is not all that you'd hoped it to be right now. But here's the dare for you this morning. I want everybody's attention on this. I want you to look at me for this. This, this is the dare. I, I dare you. I know, I know all that's going on in the world, but I dare you to cheer up. I dare you to cheer. I just dare you to go ahead and be happy. I just dare you to do it. And let's look at this a little bit. First of all, it is a choice. It's actually a, a decision to be happy to cheer up. I can prove it to you. Moms know this, all moms, because they went to mom school. My mom used to say this. She goes, you stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. How many of you know you can make a decision pretty quick on that one? How many of you, your mom went to the same school my mom went to? All right, good deal. And then my mother-in-law, Alicia's mom, she's a little more diplomatic. She'd go, you got the same britches to get glad in. Which means this, you've got a choice. You've got a decision that you can make to be happy, you know, to cheer up. You can do it. And first of all, it would be for you. You're better off when you're happy. Uh, you enjoy things. You feel better. You look better. You're more creative. Things flow through you better when, you, when you're happy. And then it's good for others too. It's good for those around you. You know, you can be happy and then your friend is happy and then friend number three shows up and they rain on the parade. You know, and they're just kind of, well, you know, and they're, they're just sad. How many of you know it affects everybody else? I said it affects everybody else. And then, and this is big here, Get, get the principle behind all this. And then sad Christians, sad Christians are bad advertisement. Sad Christians are such bad advertisement, almost as bad as goofy Christians. How many know there's some weird ones out there? We don't let them in third service, okay? All right. But that's just bad advertisement because happiness is a sign. Happiness is a witness. Happiness is evidence that this, this life in God works. And there should be some evidence. Instead of us dragging tail and, you know, moping around, there should be some happiness in our life. And when I talk about that, I'm not, I'm not talking about some cheesy, fake, put-on smile. Matter of fact, real quick, we do this sometimes just being goofy in our family. We all have like some fake smiles that we do. I would like for you to just take a moment and, and give a good fake smile to your neighbor real quick. Just go ahead and give them a, give them a good one. Some of y'all didn't even budge, all right? But you know, you know, and listen, there are, there are surveys and studies that prove this. Virtually everyone makes faces in the mirror. See, y'all aren't admitting it, but just, just about everybody makes faces in the mirror. How many of you would admit it today that you make faces in the mirror? Come on. It's fun. All right. Let's keep going. Y'all are a non-cooperative group today. I'm just going to tell you that. 
But we're not talking about being happy that you've got to have some fake 24-7 cheesy, you know, smile on your face. It's not even realistic, let alone believable. Nor does it mean you'd need to be hyper or giddy or whatever. It's just that you would cheer up. It's just that you would be happy. And we have plenty of reason uh, to be happy. Let's look at a couple of reasons. First of all, consider a couple of things here. We live in the United States of America. I, I, don't, I don't know if any of y'all traveled before. Every time I've traveled internationally, every time we get back in USA airspace and then we land, there's this, ah, there's this sense of goodness, you know. And, and you say, yeah, but there's a lot of problems and political division and this and this and this. Hey, this summer I did some reading, some historical novels and, uh, on, present, on, on Lincoln, on Garfield. Those were presidents, y'all. Um, <laughs> And I'm not kidding you. They're outlining all that's going on. It, it is almost virtually the same things. It's different faces, different names, but the same issues over and over and over. And how long are we going to fall for this thing that, well, things are bad and things are uncertain, economic uncertain, terrorism and political division, all that kind of stuff. Hello, hello, hello. It's it, nothing new. Amen. Nothing new. And we live, and I'm, I'm thankful. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. I'm thankful that we live... In the United States of America, and just think about this, comparative, comparative, worldwide, we're safe, we're free, anybody have to sneak in here today? We're prosperous, you say, well, I'm not prosperous, no, I could take you some places and you're going to, you, you would be the rich man, okay, okay, we're prosperous, we have advanced technology, we have modern conveniences, and services, come on, just for that, you should be a little more happy. I maybe had some running water today. I may, I may have some good prospects of getting to eat the rest of the day. Anybody excited about that? I am. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And then let's go a little bit further. Not only United States of America, just put that aside for a moment. Psalm 144.15 says this, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. That word happy right there, let me find it here, means bliss. And in the, Hebrew, in the Hebrew, it's related to the same word as blessed. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. We've got his presence. We've got his promises. We've got help from God. So get this. I'm, I'm just talking to you this, this morning here. All people living in the United States of America, with all that I talked about, plus... If you're a believer, happy are the people whose God is the Lord, a God who never leaves you, never forsakes you. You're never alone. You're never without help. You've got promises for every problem. We, we of all people, we of all people should be happy. I said, we of all people should be happy. Amen. And so let's look at this and how this plays out. We should be happy. But let's look at a few things. And I've got a list here. And don't worry, you're on the list. We should be happy, yet these are things expressed. We feel empty, anxious, exhausted, angry, irritable. Told you you were on the list. Uh, (laughs) Self-destructive, unmotivated, overspending, 
There are 34 million Americans diagnosed with depression disorders, 40 million Americans diagnosed with anxiety disorders. We have preschoolers at a record rate on prescriptions for anxiety or depression. We're the most over-medicated nation in the entire planet. We have an epidemic of prescription addictions. Suicide is the eighth leading cause of death in the United States. It's the third leading cause of death in young people ages 15 to 24. And so look at me. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. We really, really should be happy folks. And something's wrong. And I think part of the problem is we've got some wrong thinking on something. We think that our happiness is based on our happenings. We think that our happiness is based on our happenings. And so a lot of people live with what I call the if only then fallacy. If only then. If only this would happen for me, then I'd be happy. If only I got to do that, then I'd be happy. If, if only I met them or got to have this or this would stop in my life or, or if only they were my spouse or if only this or if only, if only that, then I'd be happy. And I want you to know it's a fallacy. And there are people that have chased that down and done drastic things to chase that down, to chase down their if only. And they chase that down and only find out that it was a mirage. It's just a facade. And they find out, you know, I, I'm not happy and now I've caused other damage in my life. And so we've got to separate this out that your happiness is not based on your happenings. Instead, your happiness is a choice. It's a choice. It's a decision. We, looked at, we, we quoted this verse earlier, Psalm 118, verse 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. Go along with me. I, 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 I what? I, I, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I was talking. I will... Rejoice, and then implied, and I will be glad in it. I will. We, we make a choice. It is a decision for us to be happy. Listen, listen to this. That word be glad means to brighten up, to cheer up. So I'm, I'm just going to do it again. I dare you to cheer up. To cheer up. I mean, who would want to go to Disney World or somewhere with... Yeah, I, just, just, I hate all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we're not talking about Disney. We're talking about life, folks. Real life. And this is real deal stuff. It's for you. It's for others. And don't forget that sad Christians are bad advertisement for this life in God. Think about something with me for a moment. I believe that it is totally possible for you to be in an unhappy marriage, to be unhappy with your job, to be unhappy with your car, your weight, your hair, your meal, your neighbor, your kids, your neighbor kids. You've been happy with all those things. And, and guess what? And still be happy. I think it is still possible. You've got to separate this out, outside and inside. It's not a matter that you're happy about those things. Because you have real things happening in your life. Don't, don't play this pretend religion kind of thing. There's real things happening. And I'm, not, I'm not happy about that, but I'm happy. You have to separate that. I, I've said this for years. This, well, this is not blessing me, but I'm blessed. And you've got to keep what's outside outside and work on the inside and make sure that your happiness is not based on your happenings. 
What's going on outside, what's going on inside. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens to you. There's some people that are just still dragging tail and moving, moping along. You know, and what happened is one day something happened to them and upset them. Ruined my whole day. Day one goes into day two. Day two goes into day four. Day four goes into year three. Finally, young man is great grandpa. And they're going, mommy, what happened to great grandpa? Something happened to him. You go ask him. Grandpa, why are you this way? Something happened. What? I don't remember. You know, we just kind of end up this way. I dare you, cheer up, pop out of that, pop out of it. Listen, stuff happens, but your happenings, that is not your happiness. You can have some unhappy things. I'm not happy about that, but I'm happy. This doesn't bless me, but I'm blessed. In the fall of uh, 04, remember we had some hurricanes. And, And let me just go ahead and say, I am so thankful We've not had hurricanes. I'm just super thankful. Y'all, y'all with me on that? I'm, thank, I'm thankful on that. And, and sure as the world, there'll be somebody come up after service. And I'm just going to go ahead and save you the trouble. Come Oh, you shouldn't have mentioned hurricanes because now we're going to have one. <laughs> All right, look at me. It doesn't work that way. Okay, it does not work that way. Uh, and I watch the weather and I pray and I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful to God. But in the fall of 04, we had like three of them and a couple others, four and some of them just zigzagged right, you know, right through here. First one came through, I'll be honest, at my house, we weren't ready for it. We just weren't ready for it. And power went out and all of that. And I had some joke of a generator and I had to wake up like every eight minutes to refuel it, you know, and, and, and it was, you know, loud and, and we just weren't, weren't prepared for it. And I thought that will never happen again. And so I went out and bought and this is a technical term here. I went out and bought a generator, and it's called Mama Head. Is, you know, that's not a brand name. That's a size, okay? It's just Mama Head, just a big one. that would. So I'm already that way and stocked up on stuff, and I got, I got uh, uh, plywood to put up for my windows and cut them all, you know, to fit all, all the windows and everything. And then right away, another hurricane came, and I was so glad we were ready. And when it came, I got the windows all boarded up and got the generator going. It, it, ran, it ran air conditioning. It ran, you know, we were eating. Kids were watching movies, eating snacks and, uh, you know, air, lights, all, all the stuff going on. And so a hurricane is raging. Trees are falling on our neighbor's car, okay? And kids are inside with all that. And they're just eating snacks and watching movies. I'm out on the front porch talking to trees. In the name of Jesus! It's like Iron Man. You just, just, just go back in the house, and, the, and my kids, and they were all younger then, obviously, walked in. And they, Daddy, we just love hurricanes. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. And I'm glad that they felt safe and cozy, you know, even. But here's, here's the deal there can be a bad storm on the outside. And then inside, you can be all right. Because you've got a heavenly father who will more than protect you, more than, more than provide for you. So you've got to keep that separate. Keep that separate. In Matthew 5, verse 9, in the Beatitudes, since this, I'm going to read this in the Amplified Bible, it says, blessed. Everybody say blessed. And then parenthetically, it says, enjoying enviable happiness. 
spiritually prosperous, with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation. Help me with these next few words here. Regardless of their outward conditions. And then in Proverbs 15, 15, also in the Amplified Bible, it says, All the days of the desponding and afflicted are made evil by anxious thoughts and forebodings. But he who has a glad or cheerful heart has a, help me out, a continual feast, what? Regardless of circumstances. You've got to know that your happiness is not based on your happenings. It's regardless of your circumstances. It's who you are and what you know in the God who loves you and will take care of you. Now, further, you need to know this. And you're not going to like this. I'll go ahead and tell you up front, okay? But you need to know this. God holds you responsible for your emotions. Think about it. God holds you responsible for your emotions. It's up to you, your emotions. Let's look at this in Scripture. Psalm 100, verse 2 says this, serve the Lord with, with gladness. Come before his presence with, with singing, with singing. And then in Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 and 48, it says, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and with gladness for all the abundance of all things, it says you will you'll serve your enemies. All right, look at me, look at me. God is so good to you. Y'all with me? God is so good to you. And he just wants you to serve him with gladness. I'm good to my kids. And you know what? I don't want them dragging tail in my house. You know, we're taking them on a trip or doing something. I don't want them pouting about nothing. Okay? We are happy. I said, we're going to be happy. And your heavenly father, he's so good to you. And he just wants you to serve him with some gladness. And he said that in Deuteronomy, he said, because you did not serve me with gladness. Okay, you don't like serving me? He said this, you'll serve your enemy. See how you like it serving your enemy who won't be good to you. So my recommendation to all is serve the Lord with gladness. With gladness. Let's, let's cheer up in doing this. Now, there are a number of factors that go along with happiness and gladness. The first one I want to look at here is gratitude. Everybody say gratitude. And I believe that gratitude is at the heart. It's at the heart of happiness. What gratitude does is it leads to contentment. Gratitude leads to contentment. Not just thinking your thanks, but saying your thanks to God and to people. It leads to contentment. You follow me? And the, and the range of happiness really is this. It's contentment all the way to intense joy. And so gratitude, gratitude leads to that contentment. The opposite of this, if I'm ungrateful, then I'm going to be discontent and I'm going to be dissatisfied and I'll be unhappy. So here's where the other word that I want to show you this morning comes in. And it's this word focus. Everybody say focus. And if you're not grateful, you're still going to focus and you'll tend to focus on what's wrong, what's missing, what I wished I had, what I wished would change. And when you do that, you're going to tend to be more and more unhappy. But put this in the positive direction here, gratitude and focus. That's the happiness tag team right there. This, this is the power twins right here, gratitude and focus. And you get those together because when you're grateful, you feel happy. When you're grateful, you feel happy. And then if you'll focus in on the things that you're grateful for, you're going to increase 
your feeling of happiness in your life. Now, ultimately though, all that will help you. And please don't forget that. But ultimately, happiness is found. And I'll just tell you next week. Okay, we'll do it now. Ultimately, your happiness is found in a revelation. Just kind of note that word. We'll come back to it in a moment. Ultimately, your happiness, I'm talking to all of you, your happiness is found in a revelation that God loves you and nothing can separate you from that love. Now, I can say that all day and hopefully you catch it, but it has to be a revelation for you. It has to be something that you see it. And I hope that you'll say it till you see it. I hope you'll stare at it till you see it. I hope you'll ponder it till you see it, till it really goes off on the inside. You can memorize it, but until you really see that on the inside, it's revelation to you that God loves me and nothing can separate me from that love. That's where your real happiness will be found. But you've got to see it. Have you ever maybe been outside with a friend and they know all the constellations, you know, the stars? And they go, well, over here we've got Orion and Andromeda and the Big Dipper and the bear, you know, and they're doing all that. And they go, can you see it? Can you see it? And you're like, yeah. It's right. It's up there. You didn't see nothing. Or have you ever seen those posters and it's a whole bunch of dots and colors and everything and, you know, you're looking at it. Your friend, do you see it? Yeah. No, you don't. It's a dolphin. I see, it's a dolphin. They go, no, it's going that way. You didn't see it. (laughs) So you can hang around with people that see it, but it's best if you see it. And your real happiness, your real happiness is going to be found. Hear me. When you just arrive at a place where you can, I see it. I see it. I know it on the inside. God loves me. And nothing can separate me from that love. I just want you to practice it with me here real quick. Say, God loves me. And nothing can separate me from that love. Now, with that revelation even, hear me on this. You're still going to have ups and downs. You're still going to have problems. You're still going to experience setbacks. You're still going to even experience grief. That's normal. And it's okay. You know what we say around here a lot? I'm either up or I'm, or I'm getting up. But if you get that revelation in your life, seriously, God loves me and nothing, no matter what's going on out here, God loves me and nothing can separate me from that love. You know what? Then no matter what's going on, you're going to recover quicker. And I also believe that you can avoid the deep pains of depression. And I believe that you can live a happy life. I believe you actually can. If you really see it and stare at it till you see it. Say it till you see it. Ask God, help me see it. Point to it, God. Show me. Let it go off on the inside. Let it really be a revelation that God loves me and nothing can separate me from that love. Let me just share one other thing before we finish today. Your countenance counts. Do you know what your countenance is? Somebody point at your neighbor's countenance. Okay, it's right here. I just saw a guy say, honey, did you bring my countenance? It's it's, it's right here. It's right here. This is what you use. This is your billboard. 
This says open for business or closed or, you know what, it's, it's, it's right here. This is important. You tell, a, you tell people a whole lot by this. And sometimes you need to make sure that, you know, I've heard of businesses before. Nobody came in. And they call the friend, nobody has come in my shop today. And then they find out they still had the closed sign, you know. <laughs> you got to pay attention to what's going on here. And listen to me. And there's study after study after study. What you do with this is going to affect how you feel. Yes. That if, if you smile, when you will engage these muscles and not just smiling and not a fake smile. Everybody give your neighbor a fake smile again. Get your, your best fake smile. Some of you would not budge them. Uh, but if you will engage all of this that smiles, y'all with me? Stay with me here for this. It triggers something in you. It triggers chemicals even. You can feel them that will make you feel happy, better. Now, we don't want to live just on that. Okay, everything's crummy, but you know. You stretch all this out and then maybe I'll feel better. You will. You'll feel better, but your genuine happiness, we've already talked about that. There's also some studies, and I, and I almost did this, um, that you can take a pencil, just a wooden pencil, and hold it between your teeth like that. And hold it there for about two minutes. And you're going to trigger all those chemicals and different things. And you're going to look and feel much happier. I almost bought pencils. And I thought, no, somebody's going to choke on one or, you know, or, or whatever. But I promise you after church today, some of y'all are going to go buy pencils, okay? You know, your floorboard of your car is going to have a bunch of chewed up pencils on it, trying to get yourself happy. But listen, it's important. It matters. Your countenance really does matter. And listen, happiness matters. And I, I dare you, I dare you to cheer up. I dare you to cheer up. I dare you to just go ahead and be happy. And it matters in this way. It matters for you, for your sake. It matters for the people around you. And guess what else? Don't forget this. Sad Christians, they're bad advertisement for this life of God. So today, church, listen to me. It's, it's your choice. It's a decision. Yeah, but I had all this stuff happen to me. I understand that. We all had hurricanes. It's what you do on the inside. It's a decision to separate that. I'm not happy about that, but I'm happy. That's not blessing me, but I'm blessed. And all of that finds its heart in the revelation that God loves you and nothing can separate you from that love. I dare you to cheer up. Let me share one last thought with you. It's from C.S. Lewis. He said, God cannot give you happiness and peace apart from himself because it is not there. There's no such thing as happiness and peace apart from God. So I dare you. Cheer up. Cheer up. Did y'all get anything at all out of this today? All right.